You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The world is filled with many questions, such as, did giants exist? What is junk DNA? Does it mean that you're trash? Do you ever wonder if aliens have underwater bases in our oceans and that's why there are so many UFO sightings off the coasts of islands all over the world? How serious even is climate change and when should we start building our rafts? Hello everyone, you may recognize me as Gabby from the History of Everything podcast. And my name is Brenna and you don't recognize me from anything yet. Together, we're two scientists who explore the answers to these questions and many, many more in our new podcast, Mystery of Everything, available everywhere you get your podcasts. The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday Now Sale, save up to 60% on Sealy with queen mattresses starting at $279.99. Talk to a sleep expert today and unjunk your sleep. Who did what now? The history podcast that's not your history class, Betty Sewed. With me, your content host, Katie Charlwood, spectacle adorer and reader of books. So, it's the Betty Sewed with the bits that don't really belong anywhere else. So, I want to talk about something this week, which I talk about all the time and I am unnaturally obsessed with. I don't know why. I've always, you know, I actually know why I'm obsessed with this. Because. Uh, So like when I was studying um, history in college, we were studying American history um, in the early 20th century. And when it got to the point about American history between the, the late 19th and early 20th century, it's incredibly depressing. Like, I don't know if you've ever studied. We have slavery, the world wars, The Great Depression, the Holocaust, everything is fucking awful. Even before that, we have, like, the annihilation of the native people of America. Like, it is fucking atrocious. Like, studying history, it can really crush you. Especially if you study it from a perspective of people. Like, you care about people, not just, like, stuff. Like, I saw a thing on TikTok when it's like, what about you? What about your interests makes people think you're interested in something, but you're absolutely fucking not? And honestly, battles. For the most part, I don't give a fuck about battles. Because generally in history, when people talk about battles, all they care about are names, places, dates. But there's no personhood attached to it. It's all vague and grandiose and I have no fucking interest in it like I care about people it's why I usually don't care about the names so like even though I'm really into true crime 
I have such trouble remembering the names of like serial killers and stuff because um, I'm completely disinterested in their names because I think they are irrelevant. What I do think is relevant are the lives they snuffed out and that's what I'm interested in. That's why I don't give a fuck who Jack the Ripper was. And this has been Who Did What Now and I have been Katie Charlwood, ranting host apparently. Uh, yeah, so I am obsessed with wine bricks. They're also known as grape bricks and grape blocks. I know what you're thinking. Please quit your jibber jabber and fact me. In fact, you, I will, but I've got to get my source on. My first source is the history of North America from 1875 to 1975, um, which is part of my studies from college. Also, I have vinepair.com, grapecollective.com, and of course, smithsonian.com. Okay, so prohibition, that thing uh, we all fucking despise, it went into effect on January 16th, 1920. So the Volstead Act, it basically meant that you could not produce and sell alcohol um, unless it was for like sacramental wine for church, then you were fine. Like, sorry. And as we covered in our Prohibition Poisonings episode, the Volstead Act basically states that you cannot produce and sell alcohol for consumption. Like, unless you're making sacramental wine for churches, that's fine. Um, otherwise, it's it's not legal. You can't do that in the US. And you could produce alcohol if it was used for something like wood varnish or paint thinner. Like, you could produce ethanol, but just not anything drinkable. So... In places like Napa Valley, who were making the majority of America's wine, they faced a wee bit of a dilemma because they couldn't make any fucking wine. The vineyards, they were like, shit. The vineyards had what some might call a conundrum. Their options were either rip up their plants and plant something else in the meantime to try and make money, try and make money some other way, or leave things as they are, or continue growing grapes and, and not make anything. Their issues were... Because if they tear, the thing is, if they destroy their vines, it's going to take them at least a decade once they're replanted to like start producing good quality grapes again. So some vineyards, they're like, fuck this for a game of soldiers. We're just tearing everything up. We're going to plant some orchards. We, we, we need the money. We need to do something now. Others went um, for an alternative route. And this is why I love genius out the box thinking. So, so the Volstead Act didn't stop the growing of grapes. Just um, that grapes could not be used in the production of alcohol. So, again, unless it's for sacramental wine, in which case, mwah, you're golden, it's fine. So, like, basically, if somebody grew grapes they knew were going to be used for alcohol or someone turned grapes into alcohol, um, they'd both go to jail. But if the person growing the grapes makes sure, you know, that there's a warning so that people know that these grapes are not to be used for the creation of alcohol... And, like, if they passed from pillar to post enough that you couldn't follow where they came from, it's fine. So the person who grows the grapes can't be, like, can't knowingly know the bootleggers bootlegging the booze. Also, in addition, furthermore, the law also states that, you know, that those who are growing grapes can make juice and just concentrate. Again, only if these are, like, non-alcoholic. So if they wanted to, the vineyards could still make non-alcoholic wine and also ensured that there was a label a warning label that said don't make wine this is not for wine then they're good and so came the creation 
ingenuity, outside the box thinking, bish bash bosh, wine bricks, also known as great bricks, also known as great blocks. But I like wine bricks best. So, the wine brick. It was basically this block of concentrated grape juice, which, you know, if someone had the intention to, without the grower's knowledge, which, you know, um... So with each wine brick... Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. Yeah. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. There was a little label, a warning label, which basically said, do not... Dissolve this concentrated grape block in a gallon of water. And absolutely, do not under any circumstances, leave that jug of water and grape concentrate in a cool cupboard for 21 days or it will turn into wine and we don't want that to happen. But that wasn't the only warning on the label. Oh no, they made sure to involve the prohibition legislation saying that consuming homemade wine for your personal use, up to 200 gallons of it, is absolutely fine. It's legal. Just as long as this wine doesn't leave your house. If it stays inside your house, it's fine. Some of the vineyards that were creating these wine bricks added an extra wee bit. Some companies like um, Vino Sano, they wanted to be like extra clear and make sure that there was no confusion. So they would even tell them that they were making like a Riesling or a Clara or a Burgundy. And, you know, they should be careful because they don't want to make, you know, this is what could happen if you allow this to ferment. And basically, wine bricks single-handedly save the American wine industry. Because when prohibition ends, the demand for grapes doesn't fall. Because only a select, like, because, you know, there isn't enough vineyards out there. Because, you know... A lot of the vineyards ripped up their vines. Like, they don't have the grapes. They're not growing them. So the ones that were left, the ones that were doing this, because they were the only ones left, they were were the only ones able to produce wine. Like, the wine that was made from the wine bricks wasn't exactly the best of wines. But, you know, it it did in a pinch. But yeah, thanks to Prohibition, some winemakers got very, very rich. And that is the story of wine bricks fucking love wine bricks. It's one of my favourite things in history that doesn't involve, like, an actual person. (laughs) Or true crime, which is good. It's nice to have something a little bit lighter after last week's monkey scenario. So, if you liked my retelling of the wine bricks tale, feel free to rate and review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Say something nice about me. Why don't you? You may as well. I'll love you forever. Thank you for listening to this bidisode. And this is something I have literally wanted to talk about for so long. So I actually recorded versions of this a couple times 
But I lost the recordings. I don't know what I did. They're gone. But anyway, I, I just love Wayne Bricks. I love Wayne Bricks. Like, I love him so much. But I... But thank you for listening to this story with me. Uh, if you want to follow me, um, I'm doing more stuff on Instagram now just because I feel like it. And so there's going to be some fun history facts, going to be some videos about stuff. I'll probably do an Instagram TV soon. Do a live maybe if you're interested. If you want me to, just let me know. And you can uh, you can message me and contact me on like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. and And I will chat to you then. And with that, I'm going to bid you farewell. Adios, au revoir, au revoir, my friends. Uh, Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. It's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.